0: Welcome to another episode of Motivated Mondays with Chantel. Hello, hello, good Monday morning. Uh, So before I get started, I just kind of wanted to tell you guys what my morning routine is like. Um, I was kind of laughing to myself. On Mondays, I have to get up at, like, quarter to five, five o'clock in the morning because I have to take my mother to her treatment. Um, so, because it's so early and I go to bed so late most of the time, I don't go to bed until, like, midnight, 1 a.m., whatever. Sometimes later than that, depending, you know, it's NBA playoff season, so I might be up a little later. But... I a lot of times on Monday morning, I'm still really, really sleepy. And after I take her, I have to really kind of hype myself up to get ready to do these podcasts. <laughs> so what I do, I listen to some really ignorant music on the way home. Um, today wasn't too bad, I listened to Boss by The Carters, and then I listened to Get Into The Money, oh so, no that's not the name of it, it's Everybody Mad by OT Genesis. And I don't know why, but I just love that song, like, uh. Anyways, so I listened to that, came in, I made myself some hot green tea with some honey and lemon and then I kind of went over my notes and got myself in gear to do this podcast. And I I, I just want to know what is what is your Monday routine? What is what is it that you do on Monday mornings to get you up and going and ready to go for not just the day but for the week? I'm curious. Let me know. All right. So to to segue into the topic Today it's all about capacity um being empty or being full half empty half full, and what is the potential what What can your container hold you know um, so I love telling you guys how these podcasts come about uh where the topics come from and where I get the ideas from. The other day, I was in the grocery store. And I walked through the frozen food aisle and there was uh, the the frozen juices, you know, like the frozen concentrated juices. And I was like, wow, people still buy those? <laughs> I was, And the only reason I even noticed them was because this lady, she put like three of them in her cart. And I was just surprised to see them, let alone see that someone was actually buying them. Now... How they make these frozen juices is pretty simple. They take 100% juice and then they reduce it to the point where it's so concentrated they're able to put these like 16 ounce portions into these cylindrical containers and then you take it home and thaw it out and then add however much water they tell you to add and then boom you have like i don't know 32 ounces of orange juice or however much i really don't know um i would i would assume that you add whatever the amount in the can is uh of water to make it juice again you know and i put that in air quotes <laughs> so <clears throat> If you don't know uh, about reduction, um, it's, it's like I said, it's a very simple cooking procedure. Uh, they, they reduce the water out, you know, they cook the water out of it, basically, um, to give you this concentrated form. Um, and mm, I'm gonna tell you why this is kinda tying into what I wanna talk about today. Basically, this is kind of problematic for us in real life, you know, not the juice, but the metaphor. So whenever you think about that, taking something away in order to fit it into a container, it's, it took away something essential. It took away the water. Um, so when you think about yourself, you know, how does that make you feel, Right. Because reduction is removing something vital from the product in order to fit it into that container, you have to add something to it in order to make it palatable again. You have to add the water, like I said. So this is problematic because if you think about the metaphor, in everyday life, when you reduce who you are as a person or you remove parts of yourself in order to fit into someone else's container, How are you doing yourself any type of favors you're not some of the prime examples every relationship we have in life we do this Um, whether it's the workplace uh, where you know that you are too good for the job or maybe you know that you could be doing a better job elsewhere uh, because you would be able to really show more of your talents Uh, But because you need the job and you have bills, you sometimes downplay who you are as a person in order to, you know, make ends meet. Uh, But the three main relationships in our lives where I feel like this takes place the most would be our family, our friends, and our romantic relationships. With family, this is kind of like the hardest yet easiest one. I say that because when you're growing up, you you might have ideas about what you want to do in life or whatever but it's you know for the most part it's your parents uh responsibility to kind of mold and shape you into who you will become become so when you get out into the real world then you start having these thoughts and these processes where you you realize okay maybe this isn't really working for me um so that's why i say it's the hardest yet the easiest because yes you might want to uh, tell that your family, hey, you know, I'm not really trying to go that, that route anymore, but they might not want to hear it. Because that's not the idea they have for you. That's not what they want for you. And they don't know how to say they just want, you know, what's best for you. Instead, it comes off really hardcore. Like, no, you know, why would you change your mind? Or why would you do this? Or why would you do that? You're never going to make it in this. So you start to kind of reduce who you are and what you really want to be. And just accommodate their container because their their idea or ideal for your life is is not lining up with what you had in mind. Um the same thing to, could be said for friends. I say that because sometimes uh I I really like to think back to whenever you first leave for college and you might have a friend from high school, maybe they didn't go to college or if they did maybe they didn't go you know, they didn't take the same route as you. Let's just say that. I'm not going to say they didn't go off to school or whatever. Um And when you guys come back together, you realize just how much you've changed. Um, Even in a short amount of time, your ideals have changed. You want different things in life. And, um, you know, one of their favorite things to say might be, oh, wow, you've changed. You know, like, you not, you don't, you're not the same anymore. And... One of my favorite lines from Jay-Z was, You think I did all this just to stay the same? <laughs> and it's it's so applicable because why would I? You know, why would I go off to school? Why would I try to better myself just to stay the same? Um I'm, I'm not gonna stay the same anyway. You know, I grow, I mature, I become a different person. Um, and it's not really a different person. I've just matured, I'm just I'm older, I'm wiser, there's nothing more to it. Um, But sometimes people try to reduce and, you know, still manage to stay in that container for the friendship, but eventually you figure out, hey, this is just not working. Our containers just aren't the same. I gotta go, you know. I I can't concentrate myself anymore. I've gotta be 100% juice out here, okay? (laughs) Uh, Then, relationships now i can speak on this because um there were two i've i I haven't had that many relationships but i've you know i've been in a couple where i realized that i in in hindsight i realized that i was downplaying who i really was in order to accommodate and make space for them and what i mean by that is i would take away portions of my personality um, that really define who I am just to make room and make them feel secure. And that's just not, that's just not okay. Like, we can't, we can't do that. We can't try to make someone secure by uh, forgetting parts of ourselves along the way, Um but it happened and, and it, it happens every day and I see it every day with my friends uh, in their current relationships and I'm just like eh. and I know it's all about compromise and all that good stuff but mm, it's just unfortunate like I, I hate to see a person kind of really change a lot just to make their significant other happy like that's that's just really unfortunate. So anyway, let's move on into knowing your capacity. One of the main questions you have to ask yourselves is, are the people around you, along with the containers they come with, large enough to accommodate what you have to offer? If they're not, why are you still dealing with these people? It's straight like that, plain and simple. There's no other way to put it. If someone is not at the same level of capacity as you, it's never going to work. You you guys are never going to be in an alignment. And and I, like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, even with your parents, I have seen so much change in my parents. It's almost like they're inspired by me. And I'm not quite sure why, but. I like to think it's because I have this mindset where if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to use this use. Oh, I don't have any money or, oh, this is happening or, you know, well, maybe next time. No, do it now. Why do it later? If you can do it now, why do it later? Um, And I think that just over the years and seeing some of the things that I have done that are kind of far-fetched like you never thought it would happen but boom there it is <laughs> it's amazing to me to see what they decide to do how they elevate how they motive how they move through life um you know you know the whole thing is to you can't teach an old dog new tricks and I'm not trying to say my parents are old dogs they're not but it's kind of funny because yes you can because here I am leading by example, if you will, and my parents are falling in flow. And I love it. I love everything about it. I love seeing how motivated they are and what they want to accomplish. And and it's, it's just really inspiring, my friends. Um, but to, to go back to what I was saying, you know, if if the people around you cannot hold you, If they cannot hold you, that's a good way to put it. If they can't hold you, why are you dealing with them? I like to look at it like this. If both of our containers have the same capacity and mine isn't quite full, but yours is, maybe I'm a little bit depleted, but you can pour into me and we're still balanced. We are good. That's how it should be. And vice versa. You know, if you're a little depleted and I could pour into you, and we're balanced and we're good. But I should not be pouring more into you than I have to uh then that, that you know leaves me feeling less than I should not pour into you and you can't take it, you know. Um so think of yourself as that one hundred percent juice, right? Now they say the frozen juice is one hundred percent as well, um, but it's concentrated. So, let's think of ourselves as the one hundred percent juice that's um not concentrated and it's you know got everything in it that it needs to have and you are in a one gallon container that means you have one hundred and twenty eight fluid ounces to offer this world if you come into if you come in a gallon, but the people around you only can hold a quart or a pint. You're going to be you're going to be mad all the time. You they're not they, you're never going to see eye to eye with these people. Um you're going to find yourself trying to pour into them and you're going to lose parts of yourself along the way because you're splashing all over the place. They can't hold you. They never could. You know, what is 16 ounces or 32 ounces going to do for 128 ounces? You are losing a lot of yourself along that way. You're losing way too much of yourself the cup runneth over is meant for blessings and not for those attempting to fit their gallon-sized dream into vessels that were never meant to hold them. You out here mad? For what? Tell me why. I give you a direct example of the vessel not being the right size. So, about five years ago, I was in this relationship. And... I remember it, it wasn't a very long relationship, but the person and I, we we had a lot of history and we still have a lot of history. We're still okay. We still have a friendship now, but I remember sending a link to this house on Zillow. And whenever I'm going through something or I'm, I won't say in a low, low place, but I like to remind myself of where I'm headed and the link to this house, it didn't have anything to do with wanting to live in that house specifically. It was just, Oh, isn't this nice? I really like this. What do you think about this? This, this is what I would, I aspire to have one day. Um, and that was, you know, five years ago, me, you know, now I've, I've kind of morphed into a more, you know, mellow. I'm I'm pretty, I was pretty mellow anyway, but this, that version of me was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll live in the city. I'll do this. I'll do that. And I was cool with it. And I could still live in the city now, but I think back then I was more, you know, just looking for anything that felt different and good and just mm, because I was in a place that I needed that type of inspiration. So I sent this link to this house. It was like, like I said, it was like a really nice condo in Washington, D.C. And it was kind of expensive. Uh, You know, it was either close to a million or right at a million dollars. And instead of the person being excited and, and being like, oh, man, that's really nice. The first statement was be realistic. For some reason, that a lot that I wasn't just being sensitive I didn't like that statement and I, the reason I didn't like that statement was because to me it sounded like you didn't believe in me like why why would you think that that's not realistic for me just because I might not be in that place right now a lot of us can't afford a million dollar home right now but that doesn't mean that I won't be able to in 5 years or 10 years or whenever um I just didn't like that statement. And that wasn't the type of energy that I wanted to have in my relationships or in my life. Um, Needless to say, the relationship didn't last much longer, but I just wanted to point that out because it's hard to be optimistic when the person that is in your life, you know, however they may be in your life, friend, family, lover, if they can't. You know, they don't have the same capacity. They're not able to see just how much of you there is and how much and how far you're willing to go, rather. So, if they can't hold you, like I said, what good is it? What good are they for you? What can they do for you? They can't do anything. Um, You begin, I, I began to reduce myself just to accommodate this relationship and... At some point I realized that I was depleted and I didn't have any desire to try to add some water to try to balance it back out. I needed that person in my life to balance me and it wasn't working, I had to go. Eventually you take away so much that you find yourself lacking essentials for your true self to thrive. (sighs) I don't know what else to say there. I mean, it's true. You you find yourself in a place where you have picked at yourself and prodded and pulled away this and 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 shaved off that, and eventually you look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself anymore. You're not happy. Your skin looks different, and this person is out here feeling you know good. You know your friends feeling good because they're happy wherever they're at, or your family because. They're good with what you're doing in your life because it lines up with what they want you to do or your lover because they're at their comfort level, but you're not comfortable. You're you're trying to live in the uncomfortable zone and test yourself every day. And they're just fine with living in the comfort zone. That's not going to work for you. The balances will never be there. So, basically, I really just stopped by to let you guys know that I'm not from concentrate. I'm not into diluting myself later on to fill up my container. Nor am I into the process of reducing myself to fit into someone else or someone else's container. You shouldn't be either. Thanks for listening.